I'm Cynthia Koffel, and this is Better Regulate Than Never. This is a show where young people can find so much information about emotional health and ways that they can unlock their greatest potential. So I'm so glad that you joined me today because you are going to start this amazing journey that you won't even believe. Hey, you. I'm so glad you joined me today. I am really enjoying being able to connect with you every week. This is really fun for me, and I hope that you feel like it's just a friend that's visiting you every week, talking to you about uh, feelings and emotions. So I wanted to, um, well, today we're going to move forward with more pieces of the puzzle. And we've been talking about our feelings and our thoughts and how all of those things go together. And so hopefully you've been writing down your feelings on paper or using the mood, uh, mood meter app, and then identifying where do you feel that in your body? What are those? What's that sensation? What are those vibrations that you're feeling in your body? And where do they live? Those are the things that we've kind of been working on. So I hope you've been doing that and doing a thought download every day for five minutes and just getting all of that clutter in your head cleared out and put on paper so you can just really start being curious about it and thinking about um, using your brain for its best self. This is a process that you should do every day until you get really good at it. I don't necessarily do it every day. If my if I like how I'm feeling and things are going in the direction that I want them to, I don't get too worried about doing it every day. But if I ever feel off or restless, or I'm really struggling with my mood, then I definitely do this process because then it helps me to figure out where are those feelings coming from? And why am I feeling restless? Or why am I feeling off? I'm sure you have those days where you don't really feel right, you don't feel pleasant, but you don't really know why. It's just like sometimes you even wake up that way. And so this is a good way for you to try to figure out and start kind of being a scientist in a way for yourself about what's going on and how you can fix that. Our brain is like a toddler. And I don't know if you have younger siblings or you've ever babysat for kids or been around toddlers, but they, <laughs> they're very hard to deal with. Um, I that's my least favorite age of kids. They're kind of cute. But um, just I always found it annoying when my own kids were that age, because I really like just talking to people about behavior and, you know, why it's good to do things or why it's uh, good not to do something. And you cannot talk to toddlers like that. So think about your brain as being like a toddler. So just imagine any toddler, you know, or ones that you've been around before. If you don't supervise a toddler, if you just let them do whatever they want, and you're not paying attention, they get into all sorts of things. Um, most of the things they get into are things that they shouldn't and things that would hurt them. And you know, if you've been around toddlers or seen people deal with toddlers, when you try to stop them from doing those things, they get very angry, very upset about it. 
So our brain is like that. Our brain wants to do a lot of things and think about a lot of things. And some of those things are not good for us. And if we just let our brain do all that without paying any attention to it, we're going to have a lot of side effects to those thoughts um, that are not good for us. And so we need to kind of be the parent or the older babysitter uh, to our brain, um, just like toddlers need older people to help them curb their behavior. I thought it was so funny recently I saw on Facebook like reasons why my toddler threw a fit, like unreasonable reasons my toddler threw a fit. And I just laughed about them because I remember some of these from my own kids. But one parent said that their daughter cried because their mom wouldn't let them lick the bus window. (laughs) You know, toddlers just think about like they just, I don't know, they just want to do what they want to do. And it's funny. Also, one boy cried because his mom wouldn't let him play with a knife. And we as older people know that what problems licking a bus window could cause or what problems running around with a knife could cause. But a toddler doesn't have enough life experience to understand why that could hurt them. That's why they get upset. Our brain is so capable and smart, like it can do anything, but we don't always typically use it for those reasons. And it it's so smart and complicated, but at the same time, our brain is also simple. It's simple in the fact that our brain really wants to do three things. Our brain wants to avoid pain. It wants to seek pleasure and it wants to have a low effort. It wants things to be easy. So when you think about, um, here, here are some ways that our brain can derail us. <clears throat> if we're trying to eat healthy, our brain might say to us sometimes, it's okay to eat half of that cake. You've had a hard day. You deserve it. Or if you're wanting to try a new schedule and you want to get up earlier to to do new things like an exercise program, or you want to get up early and spend time doing homework or studying, your brain might say, don't worry about getting up so early. You can do your homework later. Or sometimes when we're with a group of friends or at a party, our brain might say, it's okay to drink alcohol. The other people here are doing it and they are fine. Besides, you want to fit in and be friends with them. You don't want to be a weirdo. These are the ways that our brain is acting like a toddler and we need to parent or be the older person and and tell our brain what to do. And so doing the things that we've been doing over the past few weeks of doing thought downloads, trying to identify our feelings are ways that we can be the parent to our toddler brain. So today we're going to talk about what do we do next with these thought downloads and um, when we think about how feelings vibrate in our bodies. When we have a thought, it creates a feeling. And then the feeling causes us to act or react in a certain way. So for instance, if I have too much work to do, and by the way, that is not a fact, but our brain will tell us that it is a fact that we have too much work to do. Let's say I have a lot of homework to do or a lot of assignments to do. So if my brain says I have a lot of homework to do or a lot of assignments to do, that thought makes me feel overwhelmed. 
makes me feel anxious, makes me feel upset, makes me feel, I don't know, you think about whatever it would make you feel. It would be different for everyone. So that feeling may give me the action of, well, I'm just going to stay in bed and watch YouTube videos or Netflix for hours. Because when I do that, that it makes that feeling of overwhelm and anxiousness go away. It's a buffer to that feeling. So when my action is stay in bed and watch YouTube videos or watch Netflix for hours, my result is I don't get any of my work done. And it proves that my thought that I have too much to do is true. And then I won't get my work done. That's a terrible cycle. And it happens so often. Most of you probably aren't worried about weight loss. Uh, I know that's a huge one for adults. And so with adults, um, you know, they may be thinking in their mind, I'll never be able to lose this weight. And then when they think that they feel defeated or hopeless that that's ever going to happen. And so then their action is, well, I'm just going to eat this cake or I'm going to eat these chips because it doesn't really matter anyway. And then the result is they gain weight and then they say, well, see, I can't lose weight. So um, that's just another example about how our thoughts get into this really terrible cycle with um, what our reaction is. And then our result is usually proving what we thought in the first place. And so when we were talking about writing those feelings down or write and writing the thoughts down, and then we talked about latter thoughts where we change the thought so that we can have a different result. So I'm going to show you how to change that thought of, I have too much work to do to a different thought. So sometimes when we think that we have too much work to do, it would be hard to change it to, you know, I have all the time in the world and I can get everything done because we're feeling defeated in that I have too much work to do and we're feeling overwhelmed and anxious about it. But maybe what if we changed it to, I have four assignments to do. So whatever the number is. Um, but for this example, we're going to use four. So you're changing your thought from, I have too much to do to, I have four assignments to do. And notice how that already feels better. The words too much are really the key things that make us feel so anxious because it it too much says you can't get it done. And we want to change our thoughts to something that are is doable. So when we're changing it to I have four assignments to do, that just becomes a math problem. A four, the number four is something we can work with. So when you tell yourself, I have four assignments due tomorrow, then you, your action is you're going to create some kind of a schedule to help you make this happen. So here's an example of that. So I could say, I'm going to spend an hour on each assignment. And so I'm going to break my afternoon up into these four four different hour segments, maybe 20 minute breaks in between. I'm actually going to write all this down. Um, So I have like times, you know, from noon to one, I'm working on this assignment, taking a 20 minute break, and so on. And you would just write that down. So then the result is you 
complete four assignments in an afternoon and you feel very accomplished and you're ready to go to school the next day with those assignments done and you feel really good about it. So that's how, that's what I wanted you to do with all these pieces that we're putting together is that you're going to um, take your thoughts and your feelings and, you know, imagine what is my action and my result based on those. And then what do I want to change it to by using those latter thoughts? And you may have to have different models as you move up to the very perfect thought that you'd like to have. But today it was pretty easy to change it from I have too much to do to I have four assignments. And so I'm sure all of those will be different for everyone. And I want to be hearing from you about this stuff. I want, I want you to um, email me and send me messages with questions like, well, here's my thought and I don't know how to change it. And I can help you with that. And my hope is that later on, as I get better at this and learn new, more new technology, that um, we'd actually be able to do some live things where you could ask me questions and I could um, help you get through these thought models to get you to a better, a better place. But so this is the example for this week. Um, In the show notes, I've put what the model looks like, like the circumstance, like whatever it is, I have four assignments to do. And then what is the thought about it? What feeling does that produce? What is the action that you're going to do? And then what's the result of that action? And then I put the example of this on there, like how you would write it in the different boxes. And then I have an an empty one for you to put um, your new, any thoughts that you're wanting to work on. Every time that you are feeling emotions that you want to change, you just need to look at those different pieces and we've already been working on them. So you already know how to do them and then put it all in that thought model so that um, you can see what each part is doing. In this process, I don't want this to be a time for you to beat yourself up. I don't want you to look at your thoughts and the actions and the results and say, you know, well, I'm just too stupid to do any of this, or I'm a terrible person because I am not getting my assignments done, or I'm a terrible person because I did eat half the cake, or I'm a terrible person because I drank alcohol at the party. I want you to just be curious about what's going on. So if you are doing some things that you don't want to be doing, or you feel ashamed or sad about, think about what are these thoughts in my head and how are they helping to produce this result. And if that's the thought that's producing this result, I don't want, what could I be thinking? What, how could I change my thoughts to something that's going to produce a result that I do want? So that's like the whole point of all of this. This is some, this is a game changer for really everything that you want to change about your life. Remember to talk to yourself as you would a friend. So I'm hoping that when your friend comes to you and says, oh my gosh, I made this mistake and I don't know what to do. I hope you don't say to your friend, well, you're a terrible person and you're never going to get better and you're so stupid. I mean, you probably wouldn't be friends with them anymore if you said things like that. So I want you to think about yourself as a good friend because you have to live with yourself every day. You never can escape yourself. So why wouldn't you be good to yourself like a friend instead of being a really mean bully to yourself. Um, Most of us do have negative thoughts that are going through our heads all the time, 
but I want you to be aware of them. And I want you to tell yourself, I want you to be curious about why you're having those thoughts. And then remember that those thoughts aren't true. When your thoughts come up that say you're not good enough or you're fat or you're ugly or people don't like you, um, you can just say to your brain, okay, I hear you. That's not true, but I hear that you're there and just let it go through you and start thinking about other thoughts that you would rather have. I definitely want to be able to hear from you, as I said, about any of the questions that you have, because I want this podcast to be for you. I want you to get so much out of this, and I want you to be able to completely change your life for the good. And the only way that that can happen is if I know what your questions are and where um, maybe some of the things that I've explained haven't been explained as well as they could have. And that will give me indicators on what we need to work on or how I can help um, answer your questions. And I can answer them individually through a message too, but I really want this to be helpful for everyone. So please let me know how it's going. Make sure you go to my website because that's where the show notes are and that's where you're going to get the actual you can see the activities and this, this podcast will help you just by listening to it, but it will mean so much more and it will really change things if you actually do the activity. So make sure when you go there, you can see what those activities are and you can do them. Make sure that you rate and review my podcast. Um, that helps others to find the podcast because I want more people than just the people I know to listen to this, which would be great. And remember that every day we get to decide what our thoughts are going to be. So choose wisely. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Better Regulate Than Never. Music in this episode was provided by archesaudio.com. Make sure you check out the show notes for links and activities that will help you to get the most out of this episode. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. If you enjoy this show, don't forget to review and rate us wherever you get podcasts. 